This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hi, Maria. Hey, Curtis. How's it going? Doing well. We're having a uh, good week so far as we are in episode three of TLC, Team Lotus Cares podcast. That's exciting. It is exciting. We've made it to uh, to uh, the third episode, which, um, you know, there's some that have hundreds, so we have a ways to go, but we have a lot to talk about. Today, we are focusing on something that folks have really begun dealing with since the beginning of COVID, and that is remote distributed workers or a remote distributed workforce. Yeah, there's um there's been some interesting challenges, you know, the beginning of, of the presentation of COVID is like, how do we do this? And then um, I think the realization of getting it done securely um, kind of opened up a, a lot of eyes for a lot of organizations. So it's been interesting, the kind of questions that we've been receiving, the input um, of what we've done for our own clients, um, as well as for others that um, just just inquiries. You know, we talked to a lot of other IT companies across the country, and we were fortunate. Most of them see saw uh, 200, 300 uh, percent increase in the number of tickets they were dealing with, two or three times more than usual when COVID hit, because everybody just said, OK, everybody go home and work. Grab your computer, take it home. Um, we were fortunate because we, we live in hurricane country, and so... Yep. This is not the first time it's happened to us where somebody's mobilized their workforce. So we already had VPNs installed at almost every client. So all we had to do was turn them on and set them up. It was a pretty quick thing for us. No, we didn't have to buy equipment. We didn't have to get licenses. We had everything set up ahead of time. So we were somewhat fortunate here in Florida because we're, we're used to hurricanes. We're used to working from home for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it it is kind of our norm, um, you know. Whereas a lot of people think of, you know, either either is one way of um, it's kind of overdone, and you know, what's the big deal about a hurricane, or the other opposite is like, wow, what are you going to do because the hurricane's coming? Um, but th- there's a lot of other scenarios that also kind of influence, you know, what kind of tools will you put in place? What's the process? You know, if you know, can you flip the switch the minute you need it? Um, there's, you know, uh, organizations that have events that are remote um, and special cases of, you know, the, because hospitality or, you know, fundraising or anything of that nature. So kind of that transition into, you know, what we were used to kind of transition into the COVID scenario is just revamping and tweaking a little bit. But the flip, the switch was flipped really smoothly and transitional. So um, I don't think anybody felt it. Um, which we've been able to be helpful, like you mentioned, uh, some of our colleagues that are in the industry. Um, so all our work and efforts came into play. <laughs> so one of the big questions we got, you know, and all of that's true, physically, technically, yes, it all worked. But one of the questions that would come up is, how do we know that the employees are working and, and you know, not 
goofing off. I know we read a few weeks ago that there are some employees who have just figured out that they can have multiple remote jobs and just kind of take on these different persona and, you, you know, actually work with, you know, literally have two or three jobs at the same time because they're working remote. So, you know, this kind of brings into question, so how do you know people are working? So we're, we're fortunate. We have, uh, when we started the company in 2012, we were in already the, the situation with IT where cloud was beginning to be a thing. It was becoming ubiquitous, and we were able to build our entire infrastructure in the cloud from our accounting to our what they call professional services automation which is our ticketing system. And all of that was cloud-based from day one, which means it was easy for us. And it became, it became an opportunity to have a distributed workforce. So our workforce has always been distributed and that uh, they can work from, you know, and they spend a lot of time in the field anyway. So they're working from the field, from their home and never really checking into a central office other than for meetings, uh, in-person meetings. So we had to figure out early on, how do we know that our folks are working? And what we found in, in through our research was that KPIs are probably the most important thing. Now, we have team KPIs or key performance indicators, right. and then we also have individual key performance in, in, uh, indicators as well. Correct. So I, I think to be able to fulfill the, um, the expectations of the um, client that hire us to fulfill these services, that's really important. Um, you know, how fast was it done? Um, how was it executed? Um, was all, all through the documentation. Um, but the key point indicators is how many service um, requests are coming in and how quickly are they getting done. Um, and then it goes into the detail of what was getting done. Was it effective? Is it a reoccurring issue? So there's a lot to measure. Um, and you know, when it comes to the individual employee, um, they have their, those indicators are a little bit different, you know, that affect the end goal of that. Yeah. When you're looking at a technician and you're, you're right, we're watching both sides of that equation. So I get a, a, a dashboard update uh, three times a day that shows me how many tickets have come in so far today, how many tickets at that moment haven't been responded to yet, how many have been closed, how many, you know, so there, there's about six different metrics that, that I look at three times a day. And then that conveniently uh, translates to the uh, the technicians who are doing the work, you know. So how many tickets are they completing? How quickly are they responding to tickets? We do it through KPIs, you know, so we, we do look at these numbers and we go through them every Friday as a team. We take a look at these key performance indicators. But one of the other things we do is we run contests as well and uh, who, who responds fastest to tickets in a given week. Um, and we pay them a little cash bonus. So cash goes a long way. Yeah. So that, that starts kind of developing the whole culture of how things are handled, you know? Um, so the expectations are the key points, you know, that indicate, you know, how they're doing and how they're measuring and how they're reaching that goal. Um, the contest is the effectiveness and this is, you know, how we want you to take a look at things. So, you know, on a week to week as you, as you and the team, um, 
take a look at it, there's also, you know, there's challenges. You know, it's like at the end of the day, there's always the human factor that you never want to go away, but also cannot create challenges. And so those daily meetings, you know, you know, for touch points, um, you know, creating that dashboard and creating that window early in the morning here, this is, you know, what did you what did you do last um, yesterday that maybe you weren't able to respond effectively? And then at the end of the day, you know, having a window of what questions do you have so that the rest of the day is more of a production, you know, whereas, okay, so yesterday we talked about um, uh, a client uh, issue that became challenging and I, I put into effect what we discussed in the morning, and this is my results. Um, so that cooperative culture for the company is going to create a team camaraderie that is going to be a positive outcome for you internally and also for that client that you know is using you as a resource. And if I could touch on that for a moment, you know, what I mentioned a moment ago about contests. So we do have individual contests where the our employees compete against each other, but we also have um you know, those group KPIs that they need to hit. So so one of them is service level agreement targets and making sure that we do satisfy the promises made to our clients in the right. uh based on the time that we will respond and then the time that will resolve their issue. And so as a team, we track that as a team. We don't even look at individual results on uh, ticket resolution because that's a team effort. And so that's where you kind of direct your culture is that there can be some competition. I think competition is good, but you also need to build that with collaboration as well. And, it feels like at the moment we have a pretty good balance of that. And and you're right. But, you know, everybody's management style is going to be a little bit different. For me, Absolutely. I like that morning huddle. Everybody gets together in a video call and says, hey, this is what I'm doing today. This is where I'm going. Here's some of the challenges I may face. Um, you know, and then we kind of share our also what our availability is going to be throughout the day. And, you know, so that that helps in planning and making sure that we're all on the same page later on in the day. Um, I'll just, you know, initially I will shoot out a, uh, a chat to everybody. Um, we, have, we use Microsoft teams. And so I'll hit each, everybody up individually, or I may do it as a group group chat and say, Hey, how's it going? Um, and sometimes I don't hear back from an employee, which means that, Things aren't going so well. They've gotten stuck in a situation that's really got them focused hard. And 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 right or wrong, I'll reach out and give them a phone call and say, hey, is there something I can help you with? What 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 are you stuck on? Um, you know, it's funny, you can tell when they don't get back to you immediately on a chat uh that they're stuck on something. That's generally the case with technicians. Absolutely. And, you know, the extension to that is, you know, how how is it being perceived by, you know, the person that's receiving that service? Um, you know, so the opportunity is can they, you know, pick up the phone and is somebody um, responding to that, you know, um, following that um, written communication, the the client has the opportunity to say, um, yeah, this was great service. No, this was not a great service. Um, and so that there's a survey that follow ups with that. Um, and then there's other um, 
opportunities for the client to say, you know, when you meet with them, you know, your team has performed well. However, we, we you, they missed the mark um, on X, Y, Z, you know, um, so th- that the team then gets to see firsthand um, how they were able to affect that, you know, and internally as a company, you know, that, that once a month to support those weekly and dailies um, meetings kind of gives a broad picture of these, this is how um, the temperature is with our clients. Um, so that again, um, creates that culture, that communication, that opportunity for your, the employees to develop because now they can see what the end um, product has been, you know, and, you know, in, and there's a lot of other areas too, that um, as our clients have evolved in their, you know, work from home, not everybody has that same opportunity when um, their environments is just not an administrative office. You know, there's a lot of um, organizations that have warehouse environments and how do you support that? Um, and so that's a little bit of a, a hybrid and a little bit different when you have teams that have maybe different um, hours and um, they don't have the opportunity to work from home because, you know, but yet they still have to facilitate that um, that workforce um, despite the COVID is in place. Um, so our team has to be sensitive to that, um, which has created some challenges. And again, all these um key performance um, indicators have been kind of developed and morphed um, to support that um, in those daily and weekly and monthly meetings, um, paint that picture and everybody's aware of how um, they're able to evolve. Um, So that's important that they get that input. Absolutely. And one of the things you mentioned about that we, you know, have an opportunity every time that uh, issues resolved or tickets closed is that the client can respond and, um, and, you know, give their, you know, it's, it's simple. They just click on the picture, smiling face, a so-so face or an unhappy face. And then they can, once they click on that, give us more feedback. One of the important things to note is uh, we've tied that into teams so that we get an alert every time somebody gets a, a, a good review from a client. Now, obviously, yes. as management, we'd see all of the reviews. But if they get a good one from a client, that's shared among the whole team. And then they can congratulate uh, one another on teams once that uh, indication virtual pops through. Virtual high five. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Virtual high five. I love it. And so uh, uh, that that's that has really helped us in, in keeping the team, uh, you know, competitive but yet collaborative you know i've heard a t- term uh, coopetition <laughs> but uh, but they do work together and one of the cool things that we implemented probably about a year ago is that they can actually give each other what we call micro bonuses they can throw each other two or three bucks here and there um and so if somebody pops in helps you out with something you can say hey let me throw you a, a quick little thank you um that they can then, of course, collect later. Um, you know, they, we don't hand out two or three dollars physically at a time, but but they do bank it so that they can buy gifts and and gift cards and things like that. So, so that's just yes. kind of some of the things, ways that we've handled keeping the team um, engaged and and collaborating, and then also, you know, somewhat, you know, having some fun ways of competing against each other as well. Right. 
Yeah. I think that that has, um, given um an immediate response being and to kind of plug in the hole of being able to see each other face to face or you know give that physical you know way to go um there's a lot of uh software and a lot of different type of um solutions out there that have um developed because of our current status you know covid and so forth um and it's just finding the right one you know, and implementing the right processes for that. And so this is how we've handled it. Um, but, you know, all depending, you know, what that industry is, um, you know, challenges that have been created. Um, there's different ways of doing it versus that, you know, maybe you're just physically staring at a screen and watching, you know, whatever that indicator may be. Um, I think that, seeing and feeling that immediate um, response from another human being um, can be created through virtual, um, like the surveys, the smiley faces, the being able to see that the badge that you're receiving for great work, great teamwork, you know, making the dream work, you know, all those kind of little nuances um, is just kind of a pivoting to what can fit today and not just standing by. And I said, why is this not working? Um, there's definitely, um, some great tools and, um, that can be fun as well. So creating the culture. And there are other tools, you know, I put this in the show notes for us, but there's a, one of the most common pieces of software is called, uh, active track and you can literally watch, um, what an employee has done the entire day. Now, I will be honest, we don't use, we do not use it. We've never even considered using it in our company. And I really don't, you know, again, it's up to the culture and your management style. If that's a fit for what you're doing, that might be a, you know, I don't want to judge. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, you definitely don't want to create a scenario where let me circumvent the system. It's more about the effectiveness of whatever that production is. And you can tell that. You can tell that um, cooperatively um, internally. And you can also um, tell that, you know, when the response is from that client that you're servicing as well. Um, Whether that's a positive or a negative, you're going to be able to tell. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you have good KPIs in place, you can tell if if things are going in the right direction. So we're getting close to the end of the uh, podcast, but a couple of things I wanted to point out. Um, you know, one of the things I guess that I wanted to point out was that not everybody is a good fit for working remotely. It's just it's we've ran into these folks that it just doesn't work for them. They just don't have whatever that. X factor is that makes them a good remote employee. Not everybody has it. Yeah. And and it goes back to identifying those um, uh, personality types and um, can they be developed into, you know, helping them out and create in creating that environment? Um, Because it's not easy. It's not, you know, it's not easy to self-discipline and uh, motivate um, to, you know, especially when you, um, you, you're being thrown a lot of different new items, you know, um, even after we've been doing this for the COVID for this long, 
there's still people that have their challenges, you know, and, and, you know, can you do this is, or does it need to be a hybrid or do you just have to do something totally different? Some, something more hands-on. So it's still a, a pivoting point. You know, and there's a lot of good uh, resources out there for trying to uh, help you find these people, the right questions to ask. Uh, one of the uh, classic books in this case is uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. But the, some of the resources that I've really have, uh, that we've really engaged and actually worked in some of their um, methods is uh, books from uh, Patrick Lincioni and uh, his team. Uh, you know, the, the books such as The Ideal Team Player, uh, The Five Dysfunction of functions of a team overcoming the five dysfunctions of a team um so he's he's got a lot of great material on how to find you know if you are in a situation where you have to have distributed employees um or you think it's an advantage for your company which i think it is for a lot of companies uh he has a lot of great resources uh both audio and and and, you know written books that uh, you can you can learn a lot in a few car rides on how to improve your team player uh, culture within your company. It's great stuff. Absolutely. So don't forget, uh, we are back here every week. If you would, please tell somebody about the uh, Team Lotus Cares or TLC podcast. Uh, you can uh, share it. Uh, we are available on uh, iTunes and uh, also in some other places as well. Going to be on Spotify soon. We're working on that, and um, and so also too. If uh, you know, we really didn't touch on cybersecurity this week. Kind of you know focused on this uh, aspect of uh, working with employees remotely, but cybersecurity is on the top of our minds every day here at Lotus. And one of the things that we do is share a, a weekly email that comes out. I think you have to remind me, Maria, does it come out on Tuesday or Wednesday mornings? The uh, cybersecurity tips. Wednesday mornings. All right. Wednesday morning. There you go. So these are just short one or two paragraphs, just something that you can share with your team. Uh, and, and, and of course, read it yourself and, and find out how you can improve uh, your cybersecurity. Um, usually there's an offer there if you want to make a 10 minute phone call, uh, if you have any questions about the material and uh, Maria will answer the phone and help you out. Absolutely. So uh, look in the show notes on where you can get signed up for those. And until then, have a great week. Bye, everyone. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com. The Team Lotus Cares podcast has been mixed and directed by Marcus Escott.